Hello everyone and welcome back to Kendall's World, where we talk about all things mindset, travel, spirituality, and whatever else I'm feeling like talking about in a given day. (laughs) This episode, I wanted to talk about finding peace in the mundane. If you've been following me, you know that my life over the past few years has been pretty crazy and definitely not normal. I've traveled to almost 40 countries and constantly on the go, lived in LA and Hollywood where life was super busy, hustling, bustling, always going out, partying, meeting new people. When I'm traveling, I'm always constantly on the go, constantly meeting new people, going on adventures and just very exciting, go, 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 thrilling type of energy. That has been my life for the past few years. And you know, I have some breaks here and there of being home and living a mundane life. However, I don't tend to show that online. I think I've only been showing, you know, the exciting parts, which is typical for social media. But these last few months, or at least this last month, has been exceptionally slow. As you know, I've been taking a social media break for my mental health. It's been about 35 days now which is really exciting, feeling a lot better. But because of that, and because I decided to take a short break from traveling as well, my life has been pretty quiet, pretty slow, not much going on. And because of that, I've really had to learn how to find peace in the mundane, how to find joy in the mundane, and how to find happiness in boredom. I think as a society, we are trained to avoid boredom at all costs. With social media at our fingertips and the internet, for feeling a slight ounce of boredom, we can just hop on YouTube and watch a video, go on TikTok and get an instant hit of dopamine like a slot machine. And we never allow ourselves to just be bored. And that honestly makes me question, like, why is there such a negative association with boredom? Why do we hate it so much? And why do we try to avoid it at all costs? For me, at least, I realized I was avoiding boredom because when I'm bored, I have to face my thoughts. When I'm bored, I have to face my emotions. And sometimes they're not the prettiest thoughts and they're not the prettiest emotions and they don't feel very good. So I'm avoiding feeling bad and distracting myself from any issues by going on social media. And spending time off of social media has really helped me to just, you know, take that space and it forces me to face my boredom and to face the issues that I've been avoiding through avoiding boredom. It's been tough, not gonna lie. I do feel an urge to go on social media and my brain, (laughs) your brain will tend to make anything into a social media. So even though I don't have social media, I started making Zillow a social media, like an apartment finding app. I would just go on and look at houses for like an hour and realize this is my new social media. So I deleted Zillow and that's been helpful. But it's crazy that our brains will just find any way to avoid boredom and to avoid whatever's going on inside. But from this last month of allowing myself to be bored and to just sit in that stillness, I have found so much joy and so much fun, and it feels childlike again. Like, remember when we were kids, and we would literally just, before social media, before any phones, when you just had your toys, and 
you would just run around and play pretend and be like, oh, what do I do next? And you run outside and pretend like monsters are chasing you or you pretend you're a scientist and look for spiders in the trees and you just use your imagination and your creativity to entertain yourself. And that's what I've been doing. So I've been going on walks and on those walks, I'm able to just be super present and look at everything going around, look at the bugs, look at the butterflies, look at the trees, the leaves. And the other day I rode my bike to the park and I set up my blanket and my sketchbook and colored pencils and my oracle cards, my crystals, anything I thought I would need. And I just started drawing and having fun and not even listening to music. I just wanted to listen to the sounds of nature. And I started walking around the park and looking at everything and climbing on the tree and swinging from the branches and you know I definitely got a few weird looks people were like what is she doing but it's like why is that weird why is being present in your body present with yourself and just having fun in the moment with nothing to entertain you such a weird concept like I'll see people at the park they were literally on their phone the whole time this couple and not to shame or judge them I've been there but it's just an interesting thing to look at and to understand is it was this couple and they were both on their phones, both watching different videos while they're at the park, not even talking to each other for like two hours straight while I'm literally running around and playing in the tree by myself and they were looking at me like I was the crazy one. Why is me being present and enjoying life without anything extra so crazy? And being a zombie on your phone in public is so normalized. Again, though, it's not to judge anyone because I've been there. I've definitely been a zombie on my phone and still am at times. (laughs) But it just is good to question these things so that you can break out of these societal norms and start living your life like you want to instead of like society dictates. But back to the topic of finding joy in the mundane. You don't need to have a crazy, adventure-filled, on-the-go, fast-paced lifestyle to have fun or to enjoy life. And I definitely used to think that and I used to seek that and that's why I would run off and go on trips so often is because I was seeking that next hit of dopamine and joy from those experiences which were all so wonderful. But it made me dislike the mundane home life, being at home and being in my own space and that quiet serenity of everyday life. I hated it for a while. And now this last month, I've learned to love it. Like I genuinely love my time of solitude, taking the morning super slow, taking my day super slow. Like my boyfriend went on a trip to Cabo and he invited me and it looked super fun. They were surfing every day, going to the beach having parties at their Airbnb with just themselves. And I was like, that looks fun. But like right now I know myself and I know that I'm not in a space where I want to be super social or be, you know, super outgoing and I'm not going to go. And in the past I would have gone in FOMO. So I would have gone because for fear of missing out, I didn't want to miss out on anything. But this time I was like really reflecting. I was like, do I want to go on this trip or am I doing it for other reasons. And I realized that I did not want to go on this trip. I'd rather have a quiet time by myself this weekend. And that's what I did. I went to the park, I chilled, I meditated, and I ended up going on a little family trip, getting some family time in, where a couple years ago, I would have like literally skipped out on family trips to go on friend trips. And now as I think it's like with getting older, 
you start to realize that like the slower mundane life is just as joyful as the extreme partying travel adventure life and you can find joy in the boredom, in the solitude, in the mundane of everyday life. And I think it's a good reminder too for others listening because I'm sure it's super easy to look to influencers and travel people like myself and see all of these crazy adventure-like travel videos and compare your life to them and be like, oh my god, like my life isn't exciting, I'm not going on these trips, like my life isn't as fun. And even I compare myself to other people as well, even though I'm posting these crazy travel videos as well. But I just want to share this to just share that you don't have to be doing these crazy adventurous things to have a fulfilling life. Don't compare yourself to these other people that are doing that. Don't compare yourself to me that was doing that. Because yes, it was super fun and fulfilling, but at times it was also super stressful. And I still struggled with depression and anxiety during those times. And I still felt unfulfilled at times because I was seeking and reaching for the next thing, for the next moment, for the next adventure and not living in the present. And that's the biggest thing I've learned this past month through therapy and through living a quieter, simpler life is that when you're constantly reaching and seeking and going after the next stage in your life, the next goal for your business, the next goal for your career, and constantly living in that state of always wanting to manifest something new and always living in the fantasy of the future, it's really hard to be okay and to be happy with your present moment. I was in such a state where it's really easy for me to visualize and to imagine and I know exactly what I want for my future and that's an amazing tool to have. However, I was instead of using it as a tool for manifestation and letting go, I was using it to live in it and I was finding joy only in the daydream, only in the vision for the future and I would just sit and imagine my future and constantly be striving for the next thing so much so that I wasn't happy with my present and I wasn't happy with where I am. And I realized that in order for me to find happiness and to get out of the state of constant depression and anxiety, I need to find peace and happiness despite any external circumstance, despite anything else going on in my life, despite no matter where I'm at in the world, I want to feel peace within so that I can feel peace wherever I'm at. And that I don't have to constantly be changing my environment, changing my situation, moving, going to the next place, doing something new in order to satisfy this never-ending search for joy and happiness, but rather finding it from within so that I can build a foundation of happiness and joy within so that it can seep out into every aspect of my life no matter where I'm at. And I hope this is resonating. I'm sure a lot of people can you know, relate to feeling like we're constantly seeking for the next thing. I mean, society has raised us that way. When we were in elementary school, we were thinking about junior high. When we were in junior high, we were excited for high school. When we were in high school, we were constantly bombarded with, where do you want to go to college? What do you want to do next? What do you want to study? Then you're in college and people are asking, what are you going to do after college? What are you going to do when you graduate? Where are you going to live? And then when you graduate, it's like, oh, what's next? What's the next job? What's the next promotion? Are you going to get married? Are you going to do this? So society is constantly bombarding us with what's next, what's next, what's next. And we live in this 
what's next seeking society where we're constantly seeking the next phase and the next goal in life and never living in the present. And I realized that this issue I was facing wasn't just a personal issue, it was a product of my environment and where I am. But I'm not going to make that as an excuse. But once we recognize that our society is set up this way, it's easier for us to let go of that belief system, knowing that it's not ours to begin with, knowing that it was a society that is a fast-moving, paced Western society constantly seeking that we can release that belief system and create a new belief system for ourselves and find peace in the now, in the here and now, and not constantly striving for the next thing. Finding peace and joy, fulfillment, contentment, all within the mundane parts of life, the boring, the so-called boring parts of life. And once we can find peace within the mundane, within the boring parts of life, we can find peace and joy anywhere. Seriously, if you can find joy within being bored out of your mind in the most mundane, simple situation, then imagine once you do have things going on, that's just going to be so much more rewarding and exciting, right? (sighs) So that's where I'm at, is working on finding peace in the mundane and not striving for the next thing. So actionable tools that I've implemented for myself, because I know this about myself. It's easy for me to fall into that space of daydreaming and thinking about the future and constantly striving for the future. And you know, there's nothing wrong with setting goals, but I just don't want to live in that space. So some actionable tools that I've done for myself that may help you. Of course, right now I've deleted social media, just taking a break. Eventually I'll get back on, but I'm building a better relationship with that. So I'm not comparing myself to others and where they're at or mistaking their goals for my own and getting confused in the process. I've also deleted all apartment searching apps. Currently, I'm living at home with my family and I've been feeling this itching desire to move out. However, I don't know where I want to move out. So I don't want to make any decisions before I'm very sure about where I want to go and where I want to be. And I don't want to rush anything because me and Alex are starting a business right now. So we're investing a lot of money into that. And I, you know, I want to be smart with my money. And I think that's a smart decision to not rush and move out. However, I was on Zillow a bunch (laughs) and looking at apartments and that caused me to think in the future. So I've decided to delete any Zillow apps, apartment searching apps and stop searching for apartments until I know I'm 100% ready to move. Because then it just puts me in that mindset of thinking about the future instead of living in my present and being happy with where I'm at right now. Another thing I've been doing is not planning too far out in the future. And so not allowing myself to get into those daydream situations where I'm like, oh, what if we could travel here? What if we could travel there? Instead, just being here right now, right here. And if I want to travel, I will plan it accordingly, but I won't just keep daydreaming about it and living in that fantasy of living somewhere else. And instead of just living here right now, enjoying my moment now. Another thing that was really helpful that I learned from therapy is that I tend to get really excited about things. And so if someone, if I see a couple of examples, if I see a beautiful home on the internet, or if I hear about a cool business opportunity, or I see a cool travel opportunity, I will get really, really excited and almost impulsive and want to 
do something about it right away. And I've been very impulsive in the past and thinking, oh, I just want to go to Bali. I'm going to book the flight tonight and then leave tomorrow. And that's worked for me in the past. But at this moment in my life, like impulsivity is not working for me. So whenever I feel this is how I can decide if something is a decision based on impulse versus a decision based in peace. So I'm at a place where I want to make my decision based on peace and confidence. So whenever I get really, really excited about something and it almost feels like this nervous, excited energy and I start talking really fast, I'm like, oh my God, what about that? And like that kind of energy, I know that that is not a decision made out of peace and that I need to calm myself down before making any decisions. So when I'm in that hyperactive, excited, impulsive state, I don't allow myself to make any decisions. Instead, I just, whatever caused me to get into that hyperactive, impulsive state, I stop that activity and I come back to my present moment. I do that by either just stopping where I am and looking around, feeling my body, feeling my feet on the ground, looking at the things around me. So I get in touch with my senses. What do I see? What do I hear? What do I feel? And then I also journal about gratitude. So what am I grateful for at this moment right now? Putting my life into perspective because if we're constantly seeking or getting excited about the future, sometimes we forget what we have right now is what we wanted earlier. And so bringing that into perspective, journaling, writing down what you're grateful for every single day or in those moments when you feel like you're seeking for something in the future can really help you bring you back to the present moment and feeling joy in your daily life. So those are a few of the tools that I use to help me find joy in the daily life, in the mundane, and to not allow myself to get into those cycles of constantly reaching for the future goals, living in those fantasies, and being disappointed with my present moment. I'm still practicing and still learning these things, so if I learn any new tips or tricks, I'll definitely be making another episode about it, but... I think that's it for now. I hope this was helpful. I hope this resonated with you guys. And um, if you have any questions or you want to reach out and say hi, feel free to message me on Instagram and leave a comment on the Instagram about this episode if it resonated with you and share it with a friend who you think might need to hear this. (laughs) I know a lot of us probably need to hear this and I would love it if you could share this with friends and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Kendall's World on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Send me a message, whatever you want to do, reach out and say hi. But thank you so much for listening again, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace out.